Hey friends, welcome back to the Uncommodified Podcast. As we start today, I want to remind you of something I said back in episode number 68, an episode entitled The Sands of Time. In that episode, I challenged you to think about time and see it differently. See it as an hourglass, not as a digital clock or an analog clock, but an hourglass. I asked you to think about the sands of time that fall through the hourglass of your life and about the reality that you and I, we love and we laugh and uh, we lead and we learn and we live within the present moment, the very thin, the very skinny part of the hourglass in the restricted envelope of time that you and I have to spend or invest each day throughout our lives. And so the question to contemplate and consider in all of this is when it's all said but never really done, What unique mark will you leave? Because after all the loving and laughing and leading and learning and living within the present moment, there is only one L left for you and me, our long shadow as the sun sets on our life, our legacy after we die. And when all the sand is at the bottom of the hourglass and the hand of the grim or grinning reaper or God, depending on how you see all this, is restricting your hand from flipping the hourglass upside down ever again. And that is what this series is all about. Now, this episode is the ninth in that 14-part series that we embarked on uh, many, many weeks ago. And today, I want to explore another one of the 13 characteristics, the 13 actions, the 13 passions of those who are unending legacy leavers. This is the concept I've been playing with, the uncommodified, the unenders, as I've called them, who even though some of them are already gone, they are still with me and many others. Now, here's what I want to explore today. They were unenders because they were weavers. And if you and I can become weavers now, wise weavers who enable and encourage everyone around us to see the wondrous, beautiful, finished side of the tapestry of our lives, we can and we will become unending legacy leavers, unenders in the lives of many people we encounter in this life. Now, weaving is a process of combining wrap and weft materials, that's what they're called, into a woven structure. In weaving, the lengthwise yarns or other fibrous materials that might be used to weave with are called the wrap, and the crosswise yarns are called the weft or filling. Most woven fabrics are made with their outer edges finished in such a way to avoid them from unraveling, obviously, and these edges are called salvages. Now, that, my friends, is the vast extent of my knowledge of weaving but not of weavers. Unending weavers who wondrously work in our lives, they know wondrously well how to work the wrap and the weft. The wrap and the weft of their life experiences and encounters, and they help you and me do the same. They understand that a life well-lived is like a weaving, and inspiring legacy leavers are weavers. As the Greek politician and general Pericles said, What you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. So let's explore this question together today. What are the wondrous gifts of the weaver, the gifts that the unending weaver gives to you and me? Well, firstly, they give us the gift of partners and partnering. They give us the gift of partners and partnering. The tapestry of our interconnected lives is like a weaving. And weavers connect you and me with other threads, with other people. Weavers do the hard yet rewarding work of linking, of of intermingling, of interlocking people together. Weavers are connectors, networkers, and inviters. And they invite you into their relationships and share them with you. 
Now, when I think of some people who've done this for me, my weavers, we'll call them my unending weavers eventually, hopefully, I think of people like Barry Long, my friend in the U.S., who wove me into relationships that he had uh, in the U.S. and in Guatemala and in, in India and in Africa, and we did work together. Um, I think of a man named Norm Lee, who I talked about before, who wove me into relationships he had with other people in, in Oakville and connected me with people and shared relationship with people I eventually ended up partnering with in working with the marginalized in that community. I think of our Taj Singh, who I've spoken about, who connected me with his friends and with, with politicians and, and with business leaders uh, across the globe in work that we did together. I think of Rick Day, who Artash connected me to, who connected me with a group of American educators for a season and wove me into that community. And this has inspired me to be a weaver over the years because I've spent a lot of time weaving people together and connecting them and, and, and seeing how they would fit together and what would come of that beautiful tapestry. I think I'm a weaver too. It's one of the, hopefully one of the gifts that I, I have and maybe one of the legacies that I will leave when I'm gone. Weavers embody and encourage the idea and the ideals of an African concept that became very dear to me when I worked in Sub-Saharan Africa for so many years. It's a concept encapsulated in the word Ubuntu. Ubuntu, it's spelled U-B-U-N-T-U, but it's pronounced Ubuntu, is a philosophy that came to have special meaning to me. Again, as I worked in Sub-Saharan Africa and traveled, it just I began to realize there was something to this concept. Now, Ubuntu means literally, I am because you are. The word Ubuntu is part of a larger Zulu phrase, which literally means that a person is a person through other people. Our thread and theirs need each other. Ubuntu is an idea. It's a philosophy. It's an ideology that affirms a community is one of the building blocks of society. Ubuntu is the concept of common humanity, oneness, you and me as one and both. And the unending weaver is well acquainted with the opportunity and sacred obligation to help everyone around them live within and in this powerful human connectivity. As the unending weaver who was fully alive and who now is fully dead, but he still lives on, the South African social rights activist and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, he explained it this way. He said about this concept, my humanity is bound up in yours, he said, for we are only human together. We can only be human together, he said. Concerning the meaning of Ubuntu and how it defines us as a society, he said, we think of ourselves far too frequently as just individuals separated from one another, whereas you are connected and what you do affects the whole, he said. He went on to say in an article that I read recently, he said, when you, you do well, it spreads out and the whole of humanity does well. And this is exactly what Mbutu is all about. It's a reminder that no one is an island unto themselves. Every single thing you do, good or bad, has an effect on your family, your friends, on society. It also reminds us that we need to think twice about our choices that we make because they have an impact on others. Archbishop Tutu was an inspiring weaver, and he inspired countless thousands to be as well. As the poet and activist Maya Angelou said, we all should know that diversity makes for a rich tapestry. And we must understand that all of the threads of the tapestry are equal in value, no matter what their color. And that became so clear and true to me when I worked in Africa. And as the American novelist and poet Herman Melville penned, we cannot live only for ourselves. A thousand fibers connect us with our fellow men. And among those fibers, as sympathetic threads, listen to that, as sympathetic threads, our actions run as cause, and they come back to us as effect. And the weaver, 
They usher us into that world of cause and effect to inspire us to live with powerful responsibility and in community with others. Unending weavers give us the gift of discovering and embracing the interconnective tapestries of our lives. Not just individual tapestries, but one epic weaving of humanity. We are one thread in need of others, and they happily introduce and share their threads, their relationships with us. Unending weavers also weave ideas and ideals in and through you and me, not replacing or removing our threads, but adding theirs to ours. They partner with us and others to make us all more richly adorned garments and fabrics. They weave ideas, their beliefs, ideologies. They weave strategies, opinions, people, and plans together with yours and with others to create a wonderful tapestry of thought. They introduce you to new threads, new threads of thought and opinion, and they challenge you to not discount the importance and the wisdom of the apparent mismatch or contradiction of differently weighted or colored threads. Their weaving opens us up to discovering and diving into the beautiful tension of a tapestry full of bright and brilliant paradoxes that pull the wrap and the weft tight and bind it to the edge. The second gift that the unending weaver gives to us is patterning and patterns. Patterning, the gift of patterning and patterns. A good life is like a weaving. Created in with some tension, pulling and tugging one strand at a time, the pattern begins to emerge. The patterns are developed and they can be appreciated. Weavers help you see and create patterns, connecting the happenings and happenstances of our lives into the wondrous tapestry that they are and that they are meant to be and to become. Unending weavers help us identify and address good and bad patterns in our lives. They help us see the patterns that emerge as our lives, our ideas, our beliefs are intermingled with those of others. Patterns of beauty and bias, patterns of love and hate, patterns of mercy and madness. Once we see these patterns, good and bad, the unending weaver guides us with wisdom to see which patterns must be avoided and eliminated, and which ones should be welcomed, embraced, and repeated for the sake of ourselves and others. Unending weavers teach you to pattern match with people because when you do, there is less struggle and conflict in your relationship and more trust and the blending of our cloth and color with theirs will yield a more wondrous finished product in and for us all. Unending weavers teach you to be a patient weaver because it just takes time to see the patterns that are emerging within the tapestry. They know that a fabric of one color and thread is easier and faster to weave, but rather bland and boring. And if you want to be brilliantly complex and you want to have captivating patterns and textures to bleed through the tapestry of your life, then seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years, decades, and maybe even centuries will be required. They constantly whisper in your ear. They constantly whisper in my ear, slow down and enjoy the process. And lastly, weavers give us the gift of perspective and perception. They give us the gift of perspective and perception. They help you and me see the beauty in the black and ship brown threads and the yellow and the silver ones as well. In fact, they have often reminded me that the shit brown black threads help me see the contrasting beauty of the more colorful ones. Apparently, I need the shit to appreciate and see and smell the silver. Unending weavers instruct and implore us to understand that there are no mistakes in the weaving. There are no mistakes in the weaving in you and in your tapestry. And in fact, you need a well-placed or even unplanned mistake or two in your life. And so do I. 
They will remind you that perfection is reserved for the gods or for God if you believe there is one, not for us or our unending weavers, mere mortals. To punctuate this truth, many ancient cultures created powerful and practical reminders of this for themselves. The Navajo, for, for instance, when weaving a rug, intentionally, intentionally wove a thread into the rug that was or looked like a mistake. They believed that the mistake kept the rug from being perfect and therefore served as a path for the spirit to enter into the fabric of the garment, into the cloth, and into the human weaver. The spirits or the divine pathway into humanity, they believed, is found by following the trail of the imperfection of humans. Now, that is a powerful and provocative idea because mistakes are part of being a weaver and being human. Mistakes are a chance for learning and growing and for compassion for ourselves and others. We need to give ourselves authorization and permission to be less than perfect, to make mistakes. We need to give others, our colleagues, our, our team members, our, our friends, our, our partners, our, our parents, our, our siblings if we have them, our children if we have them, permission to make mistakes as well, to be fully human tapestries. Because as the Navajo believed and as countless others still believe, mistakes are a place for spirit for the divine, for mercy and graciousness for ourselves and others, a pathway for that which is transcendent and transcends it into entering into our humanity. Because to err is human, to fuck it up and to fuck up is human, and we and the weaver are as well. Unending weavers help you relax and submit to the stretch of the loom of life. This is one of the powerful lessons I've learned from weavers who've connected with me. Because the pain and the pleasure of our lives are the loom upon which we are stretched, strengthened, and patterned. Every injury, every pain, every joy, every celebration, every moment in your life is part of the design. And you will stand back one day and examine the weaving and see the tapestry with awe and wonder. A good life is like a weaving and like the process of weaving. Energy is expended. Tension is created and embraced. The struggle, the pull, and the tug to keep it together and to create pattern. Some days you may feel threadbare or that you're just hanging by a thread, but we need to learn to just relax and submit to the stretch. It will ultimately make a tapestry with less wrinkles and a smoother surface. My unending weavers also reminded me that sometimes I sabotage my own tapestry. I cut my own tapestry. My shitty self-beliefs and self-talk are the dye that those black and shit brown threads have been soaked in. My propensity to take my shit out on others is a stain that is most often thrown back on my own tapestry like a, like a barf boomerang, a stain and stench that is rather difficult to wash out. As Chief Seattle, a Squamish and Duwamish chief so wisely said, man does not weave this web of life. He is merely a strand of it. Whatever he does to the web, he does to himself. Wise words, wise words. Whatever you do to the web, you do to yourself. So be kind and gracious to yourself. The unending weaver gives us the gift of perspective and perception to equip and encourage us to alter our vantage point and come around with them to see the finished side of the tapestry. Weavers encourage you to and help you to turn the rug, the tapestry, and to look at it from the other side, the finished side. We look at our lives from the backside of the tapestry. We see loose threads and messy knots. We see backwards patterns and unmatched and uncoordinated colors. Unending weavers see it differently, and they encourage us sometimes with a prophetic urgency to turn it around, flip it over, and see the other side, the wondrous and, of course, beautifully flawed tapestry that you and I are becoming. 
a tapestry with just the right amount of mistakes, with just enough room for the spirit, for the divine, for mercy and graciousness for ourselves and others to enter in and make us more human. A powerfully beautiful fabric garment that has discovered and embraced the interconnective tapestries of our lives, not just as a single separate piece of cloth, but rather one small piece and one epic weaving of all of humanity for all of history. Unique homo sapiens who fully know that we are one thread in need of others because, as a rich reminder of this, our unending weavers have woven themselves into us before they died. That is the gift they give us. So here's my unending challenge for you this week. First, contact by memory or by mail someone who's been an unending weaver for you and others, someone who's given you the gifts of their partners and of partnering with them the gift of seeing patterns and patterning that has colored and fashioned you, and the gift of giving you perspective and perception that has equipped you and encouraged you to alter your vantage point and come around with them to see the finished side of your tapestry. Thank them for how they have weaved you into their lives and into their friendships and to their network. If they're already gone, if they're already dead, find one of their relatives or one of their friends and tell them how much you were impacted by them and how, so, how powerfully you, you were impacted by their wondrous weaving gifts. And the second challenge for you and me this week is this. Go out and be a weaver and maybe even become an unending weaver for some this week. Weave them into your relationships, your partnerships uh, that you have. Give them the gift of seeing the patterns in their life that must be avoided and eliminated and the ones which should be welcomed and embraced and repeated for the sake of others and for ourselves. And give them the wonderful gift, the perspective and wise perception to find the mystery and the magic of the mistakes that bind and weave their humanity with the spirit who guided the Navajo people and countless other tribes and nations. Unenders are weavers. And if you and I can become weavers now, wise weavers who enable and encourage everyone around us to see the wondrous beauty of the finished side of the tapestry of our lives, we can and we will become unending legacy leavers. Unenders in the lives of many people we encounter in this life. Now, do me a favor. Email me at tim at theuncommodified.com or connect with me on social media and let me know what you're thinking about as a result of this episode. Thanks again for listening and never forget, you're not getting out of here alive and neither am I, but our reputations and our impact will outlive and outlast us. Cheers and have an excellent day. Thanks for listening in today. If you have not subscribed to the Uncommodified podcast yet, do it today. Do it right now. And please rate and review the show on whatever platform you listen on. That would be so helpful to help us spread the word. Now it's time to own what you heard today. Get it out of your head and activate it in your life. And when you do, tell me how you are uncommodifying yourself and standing out for all the right reasons in a very crowded world.